Hello, this is Johnny from the podcast Johnny and the Baptist Making Paddy Happy. And just a warning before we start today's show, we talk extensively about food and about the eating disorders we've both um, tried to manage over the course of our lives. If you find this an uncomfortable topic, maybe you should just listen in tomorrow, um, or certainly listen having been a little bit warned by us. Also, the episode is 28 minutes long. 28! It's far too long! So that's just a warning if you've got a lot to do do. I hope you enjoy the show. We love you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive Edinburgh welcome for Johnny and the Baptists! Johnny and the Baptists! Three, two, one. Those both sounded brilliant to me. Really? I don't know about you. Yeah, really nice actually. You've got a good um, t- t- tam- tambre today. Tambre. <laughs> tambre. <laughs> hey man. Hello, how are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm alright. I'm a. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit weak. Mm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a weak boy today. You're feeling a bit uh, flat, or just. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling a bit flat, and, and my. Um, uh, you know, I mean, you know. My first depression book, almost, but uh, my appetite's gone. Um, uh, totally, it's been and it's been gone for about. It's been gone for a couple of weeks, but I've really? still been like, yeah, I've still been like trying to eat and stuff, and I'm cooking, I'm cooking food and making meals and you know whatever. But I just, I'm not, uh, I'm not okay. eating nearly enough at the moment. I'm eating far too much. Right, so you've gone the other way. Oh yeah, I mean, yesterday I. I think I talked about this in yesterday's podcast. Yesterday, yeah. I had a chicken kebab and chips in my running gear, and I didn't yeah. run. <laughs> <laughs> I sat in a sports top and shorts with white, you know, sort of sports socks and running shoes on, sort of hungrily eating doner meat uh, and and naan uh, yeah. and pita um, <laughs> with chilli sauce and, and yoghurt, mayo, Whatever it's called. Anyway, I, I mean, I'm. I yesterday was a bit of an accidental blowout, and today I've had fruit and fibre and a, a salad. So that's good, you know. And I'm also trying not to feel. Sorry, I've I've derailed your not hungry thing with my talk, which is that I also have this horrible, you know, that uh, when well, you probably don't know because you're not a um, somebody who sort of has a sort of binge. Uh, eating problem and a weight problem which is that I was yeah, not consumed with, food. I don't have that with guilt mm. all afternoon and I was trying to let it go and just be like no you chose to do it yeah. and it's okay um, uh, and, you d- and, and also yesterday I, re- I walked for about four hours on account mm. of going to this office it's an hour and a half away and yeah, my yeah. legs are very sore today because um, apparently that is a lot more than I normally do right okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, you're not eating. No, not like it's. I'm not worried about it because I like it's not like I've gone from eating loads to suddenly eating none. I've just my my appetite's gradually reduced okay. and reduced and reduced. And then I, I noticed last night I, I made a um I made a Japanese curry last night, which I've been excited about making for a while. And like I'd learned the techniques for it what's, and like all that sort of stuff. What's in that? What does that? Because my picture of that is probably very different from what it is. It's sort of think. Um, have you ever had a katsu curry? 
I have. That's what I was thinking of. That's it's, what I was yeah, it's, it's like a cross between a katsu curry and a Thai green curry. Like you're okay. still using a, a, a bunch of vegetables and stuff like that, but you're looking like a thickened sort of dark greenish sauce almost. Like and with um, vegetables? Uh, no, I did it with egg noodles. Um, oh, no, no, with loads mean, of, oh, yeah, it, it and was loads vegetarian. of veg in it. You, I yeah. know that um, Weedo doesn't eat meat. Uh, yeah. Too busy um, smoking the weed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said he hasn't got time for animals. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that's that, that's the other, it, it, this one did have chicken in because I, I cooked it just for myself because uh, I I ate so much later than everyone else because oh, I, I just I didn't have an appetite when they were cooking and uh, anyway I made it and then by the time I had it in front of me I I had maybe three bites it was really good it was delicious and uh, I was like oh that's great and then I was. Not not full. The world like it wasn't like oh I couldn't possibly. It was like I had a few bites and went, cool. That's me done. And mm. yeah, and I I don't know. It's I'm, it's not dangerous yet. But I I don't know. I need. I think I need to. I'm having to force myself to eat, and that's a really unpleasant thing. I think. Yeah, and if you've got you still got your smoothie maker. Yeah, I've still like I've I've got like a blender thing, and I'm I'm doing that like because fruit that's the thing like fruit so easy to eat and yeah. so easy like and to make smoothies and crap like that even I don't really give a fuck if it's high in sugar as long as I'm getting something sure. in me I'm like cool I can put a bunch of things into oh sorry I hit my microphone I can put a bunch of things into this and not think about the fact that I'm ingesting something but the second it feels like I am the second I'm actually cutting something up and putting it in my mouth my body just goes like oh fucking hell mate like what are you doing. Um, now, see, I would say there's a sort of mindlessness to that, which is quite helpful, because it sounds like it could be a sort of like it's like you're sort of your, it's not like a rejection from your body. It's almost like you're sort of, you. It's almost kind of a, a, a mindful thing. It's. I wonder if see if I can eat an enormous amount of popcorn if I'm watching a horror film. Oh, bang on, me too. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, would that be quite a good way to get some calories in? Is if you, for example, you put that chicken curry into a popcorn bucket. Get it with your fingers whilst watching Scream. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing. It's trick. Like you, you, it's the thing is you pitch it as a joke, and it sort of is. But it's like it. That's what I have to do at the moment. I'm having to trick myself into yeah. into eating. And maybe that you know, maybe there's a smart option here, like going, well, why don't you for a week go on to Huel or something like that, or like you know, one of those like supplement. Bollocks! I, I've never, I've never tried any of them, and I always thought Huel sounded like, oh, we've taken the last step, haven't we? This is, this is when it's got bleak. Well, people rave about it. Like, Huel, I, don't know. I think, I, I look, it's really important that I've learnt not to just say because as a comedian, you mm. one is prone to saying the funny thing. Yeah, t- yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm trying than, to avoid that here, rather than being I, kind. Yeah, but I do think if you, if Huel is a part of your lifestyle yeah you must be an asshole <laughs> oh that's my first instinct now let's move away from that um i think the idea that the, the, the sort of idea of it is it's it's a nutritious meal mm. without the effort of eating and cooking yeah so that you can and i i don't know whether it's just the way it's marketed i look at that and think if you don't have time to make lunch mm. Um, and bring it in with you, or if you work from home, make lunch where you are when mm-hmm. you don't have time, or if you don't have time to even just eat that once you've made it. Yeah, then you really need to readdress your life. Yes, um, but I think that there's a useful bridge there that sometimes those things can fill. That's like I don't know the people I know who who who, who use Huel, who Huel, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the Huelers. Um, they 
Uh, Hubert and, and yeah, 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 yeah. Hugh, Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Um, uh, they they said that what they found really is is being in that sort of mindset where you're like, I never really eat breakfast. Like that that's something I've okay. never really done, and the, the, these people I'm talking about never really do. And it's like I know I should. I, I've always been taught my whole life, you know, three meals a day, do this, balance that, all that. But I'm so my predisposition is never to get up and be like, oh, I have something to eat. It's like, whoa, I couldn't eat for hours. I normally have one meal a day and it's normally at around 10 p.m. And I think that comes from touring and a weird sort of teenage years where I just didn't really eat very much and stuff like that. But Huel apparently is, it's really useful for being like, well, look, I know that I need to start training my body into this pattern where I will then be eating like a logical human being. So at times when I'm like, oh, I can literally pick up this cup and it's filled with gruel mm. and then I can drink that without thinking and be like, yeah. oh good, I've at least, it's as if I've had a couple of pieces of toast and a banana or whatever. I don't want this to sound, I feel like this is really starting to sound like an advert for Huel and I, I want people to know that I'm really against it. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm not even supporting it. I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm looking at every option I've got at the moment because I can't keep not eating. It's, no, I know, and I think, but I think isn't Huel, is Huel Meant to be like a sort of way I hate of the word Huel. Yeah, so it's Huel. Oh. But I think it's it's meant to be something you have instead of a meal because you don't have time for the meal. Whereas I think mm. you need something like a. I don't think you should be looking at you. You need something like a sort of supplementary power shake, um, mm. and also try and eat lunch and make lunch yeah. and sort of be. in... I don't think. I think for you, somebody who for whom you, you have a bit of an eating disorder and you don't think of food enough and you don't mm. remember to eat and you don't look after yourself enough you don't instinctively self-care enough oh I, fuck no i really think it's important <laughs> that you don't start taking out something that is an alternative to food i think yeah. it'd be fine to have a supplement but i think you should always have three meals a day and you should really push yourselves and even if you only have three bites of it you should be in the process of cooking and eating and and that being part of self-love and yeah. um if you also take a shake and a smoothie and those things i don't think you should start having a powdered meal i just think the goat takes you further down a bad road yeah and i can I, I and i can even i can see that from where i'm standing as i consider all these things i'm i not it doesn't seem like a great option um and i think that i don't know i want to i think your tricking idea is really good i think i need to find things that i can just have like a, like a, i've never struggled with eating a banana for example, like you, you never go, oh god, this is this is really taking its time, isn't it? This is yeah, like so. I think I need to just put more easy things into my diet. I read I read a really interesting thing. Uh, I was looking up. <laughs> this sounds like a sad thing to search, but it was really helpful. I was googling like meals for depression. Yeah, uh, and I found this really interesting thread on uh, Reddit of all places that is sometimes a horror show and is sometimes the the savior that I need. Um, and it was a person who was like, "Hello, I was really depressed for ten years, and I basically didn't eat, and now I'm I feel a lot better about myself, and I've noticed uh, I'm I I have a much healthier diet as a result. But I always blamed myself for having a bad diet whilst I had depression. Yeah. That's total bollocks. I was in a position where I physically couldn't cook, or I was convinced that it was too difficult for me to prep a meal or eat a meal. And so they put together this sort of online cookbook that's you know really simple instructions, being like, right." A wrap. Here's all you need. You need tortilla wraps, yeah. lettuce, pepper, duck. Like, you do that. You can just eat that and put some mayonnaise on it or whatever, and it'll technically count as a meal. And I think I need to start building back up through those sort of steps. Cause I yeah, think... and the, uh, the thing I would recommend, Nigel Slater's book, Real Fast Food, is, uh, I think, yeah. really worth... You should buy that. It's a paperback, and it's not like a big, expensive cookery book. I think it's like seven or eight quid. 
uh, right because it's, it's a little paperback style book uh with no photos in and just lots mm. of recipes and some pictures um and it literally is uh um, 200 300 meals that you can make in 10 minutes that aren't that it's it's not like you know when the, the a lot of celebrity chefs have books you could make this in half an hour if you have yeah. six minutes, minutes of stuff. in the oven yeah. bash yeah like <laughs> Um, What's it, the Gordon, Gordon Ramsay one? It's it's like grill on, <laughs> turnips chopped, veg back. Yeah, socks eat, darned. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, it uh, yeah, it's a good book, real fast food, because it's like, for example, there's a recipe in it for, I say recipe. There's a suggestion in it of like uh, taking some um, black olive paste. From your fridge, spreading it on a piece of toast, right? Oh, <laughs> you know, and that being actually like it's a very nutritious piece of wholemeal bread with black olive paste. Yeah, uh, is incredibly nutritious, and he's like, and then you put some olive oil on it and some black pepper, and it's delicious. So it, it, that's a really good book. I think. You okay, well, maybe um, I'll look. Maybe I'll look into that because it's it's. I think I fear cookbooks. I I, I still all the recipes I know I've either learned from friends or taught myself. Or... Well, friends has got barely any recipes. I know. I know. Joey's not a great chef. <laughs> um, um, but like I like for instance, you taught me a lot a lot of what I know about cooking, and my my dad uh, didn't, but he tried, and oh, so I, you know. Um, but uh, my stepmother was a very good cook, and um, but a lot of the things I is, enjoy is a very good cook. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, sorry. sorry, yeah. I'm used. I'm used to talking about mothers in the past tense. Sure, sorry. sure. <laughs> um, no, I think that. Um, I, I think that. I, I really. The things I really enjoy cooking are things that do take quite a long time. And I think I. I. I'm quite a patient person. I enjoy that sort of uh, length of time that you have to sure. set for something. That's why I love making risottos and things like that, where I'm like, I have to stand here and I have to have everything precise and I have to turn this, you know, like this a hundred times and it'll take me an hour or whatever. And that's not useful at the moment because no, I, I don't have the energy. But this isn't about cooking for joy. This is about cooking for self-care. So yeah. let's um, let's just keep a pin on that. I will also try and keep a pin on binge eating. Um, right. If I, I, I wonder if we should have a warning at the start of this that we're going to be talking about things that... Um, well, like might, a content warning. Yeah, we might, might, we might remember to do that after we've finished. That is probably a really good idea. Just because um, yeah. um, I, I remember going to the doctor with uh, my wonderful GP who I adored who was my GP from 2 until about 33 when she retired hmm. she um, she said to me when I was about 27 28 you've got an eating disorder uh, and it was a really useful thing to say to me and she was I was like what do you mean I've got, I haven't got an eating disorder and it's really ridiculous first of all I'm not thin uh, <laughs> and she was like well describe how you what you do and I was like well sometimes I'll eat kind of 10,000 calories a day and then sometimes I'll skip meals for three weeks um, mm. and she's like yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yep that's ticking all my boxes <laughs> and she's like I think you should wear it and acknowledge it I have an eating disorder and I'm going to try and do something about it and I remember telling a friend immediately. My doctor said to tell me I've got an eating disorder, and the friend was like, "Well, that's bollocks. What do you what do what bulimia? You don't have that." <laughs> I was like, well, look at you. Yeah, <laughs> you're not an actress. You. You're fat. Yeah, yeah, you're bloody. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what's the eating disorder even called? Oh and I was gosh. Like, okay. All right. And it was a lovely person. It was a truly lovely person who is kind, who we mm. both love. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. And 
was I remember we were in a pub garden and I remember I was just trying to acknowledge it and start to deal with it. Anyway, I, I'm moving past that and going, I think it's it, like a lot of us have strange relationships with food. Mine comes down to the fact that I had a very abusive parent who would sometimes refuse to let me have meals. Mm. Um, so I learned to sneak food and mm. eat. And when it, when I did eat, I would really binge because I didn't know if I was going to be allowed to eat in the next weekend for the whole weekend. Yeah. Uh, wow. And, uh, and it was also, but as I am learning through my therapy and, and dealing with having had a truly abusive parent, um, none of it really is about, I was a child and none of it's really about me. Mm. It's about that parent's issues. And but it does, but it's amazing how so wide reaching are those things. Sure. That of, co- that of course you never thought you had an eating disorder. I've never thought of myself as having one. Um, but sometimes people do say to me, they're like, oh, right, you've, you've got this thing. And I'm like, well... well it's, it's just, it's not, it's not, it's not terrible. It's not astonishingly no. awful. Um, and it's not life-threatening as some no. eating disorders are. No, no. Uh, and some people with eating disorders are in a really terrible place. We're not there and yeah. I'm not comparing to that, but I'm just saying it's good to acknowledge where you are on the spectrum and go, okay, well, that's something I should think about, be mindful of, and be patient and kind with myself about. Mm. Um, and know that it is a tricky subject. I'm a huge fan of Sophie Hagen, who, uh, whose book Fat, I don't know if it's out yet, I've read it, I've read it because yeah, she yeah, sent out. us a pre-release yeah, yeah. copy because Josie does a podcast about books, and so we get a lot of books. Mm. Um and I end up reading some of them. And she's a real... She's a very tenacious, passionate person who is trying to change the language with which we talk about um, fat people and being fat and the fact that we are so incredibly unkind to fat people and to the fact that um, we see anyone who's overweight as a, a, a in a negative way, even though it's, it's not a... It's just... It's their body and their health. Um, mm. Anyway... Uh, I'm not trying to sort of go down that route, but I, I, I um, I wonder what I was, where I was going with this point. I feel well, I've gone I, on no, no, you're, you're, you're nearly there. Don't worry, boy. Finish lines inside. No, I think you, 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 you tied that up quite neatly in that if you do recognise, uh, like your relationship with eating and and the need for it to be one of self-care and being like, actually, I'm going to do something about this because I want to look after myself and I want to, you know. It's it that does bring it back to the idea of cooking for joy, mm. in that cooking is one of my favourite things in the world. At the moment, I'm not cooking for joy, but by by dint of me saying I'm going to make a real effort to eat three meals a day, or like or like give give my body what it deserves, that is inherently quite a joyful thing. And although it won't be the process of like, oh, I love blanching tomatoes or whatever it's it's still <laughs> don't 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 don't, don't into that too much like it's still that is just a different path towards joy because it's me trying to make myself happy mm. um so yeah just i uh, i don't know i guess i need to take a bit of a look at that yeah and also i think the thing i was going to say is uh, um if you are a millennial as we are um mm. which is people who were born I believe it's people who were born before the year 2000 and weren't yet an adult when it came round or it's like 19 born 1980 to 2000 anyway it's yeah it's it's but i think it's between 1981 or 1982 and 2000 okay anyway 
if if Sorry. you're that generation or the generation or Generation X just mm. before us, then your parents who raised you, who fed you, were involved in some way or um, instructed through uh, about food through uh, the war and the post-war rationing. Mm. So I I'm not saying I think it, it's trying to look back and always be forgiving. Yeah, you look of back. course. Um, a lot of people have food issues. These generations have food issues because they were made to eat everything on account of the fact the generation before hadn't had enough food. Um, mm. That doesn't make them bad parents, just makes them sort of uh, subject to their own situation. Mm. Um, my situation is slightly different. That's a, 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 I had a parent who sure, I, sure, sure. essentially, I assume, I like to think now, I look back on and my parents think, well, they, they were mentally very unwell. Yeah, um, sure. And uh, but even outside of that, they were they were my parents were both my mum who's wonderful uh, uh, was the same year born same year as my dad and um, they were both born post war uh, grew up through rationing and had a very difficult relationship with food because of it. Um, Interesting. They're made to feel very guilty by their parents. Not not their parents again. Not trying to. Not trying to upset them, but they were oh, made no. to feel very guilty and they had difficult relations with food themselves, and that get passed on. And well, I suppose now that I'm a dad, all I try and do in parenting is acknowledge what we've these things that we've inherited, and just try not to pass on the same crap. Yeah, yeah. At least put the crap through a filter. So I'll put it through. I'm sure more manageable of, <laughs> crap. Yeah. yeah, and there'll be lots of things I've done wrong, but I hope to just learn. All you can do is learn from history. And go, okay, well, I'll try not to do that. And I'll try and work on that. And I'll try not to, um, you know, a lot of my mum had a very abusive childhood. And so her response was to flip it the other way. Um, mm-hmm. And that isn't healthy. That was a great, she was a great mum. I'm not trying to uh, diminish that in any way. But it's really hard. Um, yeah. Uh, so, food. Food. The most, the most useful little bit of advice I remember from trying to get myself out of this eating hole the last time it happened was remember you and i were uh we were making songs for the apocalypse with rob yeah and uh which is the name of one of our albums in case you're listening in we weren't just sitting... <laughs> we were just having a bleak day yeah um but i remember it we spent so much time in uh, in that studio with rob and like rob can cook rob rob sure. makes excellent food and I remember there was one time we were having lunch or something, and I was like, oh, I, I could throw together this and this and this. And Rob was like, right, we've got eight minutes, so I'm <laughs> going to do this. And he, like, put some beans in a thing. He started frying, like, six eggs with no, pre- you know, and throw this thing in a toaster. And I was like, oh, maybe I should get out. Like, do you want me to do that? And he was like, sometimes food is for joy because that's what that you love food and i was like i do love food and he's like a lot of the time you cook for joy because it makes you happy he's like sometimes you've just got to acknowledge that it's fuel and he was like and that's fine he's like not all of your meals have to be mm. oh and i've balanced this and i've done that and look oh and i've cut that right and i've done i've, I've seasoned this correctly he was yeah. like sometimes you just need fucking to eat a bunch of eggs and then go cool back to work sure and, and i do understand that and we're getting back to the huel thing again but the my, the issue i have is it just seems a bit um i don't know it just seems a bit it, it seems to me lacking in self-care i know that sometimes food is just fuel and a way to get through it but also food and a meal should be 
you shouldn't live a life where every single day one of your meals is spent at your desk, unable to tear yourself away, and therefore Huel is a way to to work harder for someone else. That's my that's my big. Concern. Hey, you're right. I think we've decided. Fuck Huel. It just feels I, it just feels super capitalist. It yeah, feels exactly, like yeah, a startup exactly. run by rich children who wanted to get more rich. Yeah. Um, so drink my energy sludge. Yeah, yeah. Drink my sludge mm. and then tastes like yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And you will be able to do even more work for your feudal overlord. Absolutely true. <laughs> That's my I, feeling. About you're it. so right. But I think the good <laughs> takeaway from from Rob's point there was like Sometimes I stop myself eating because I'm like, oh, I probably can't do this and sure. I can't all that. And sometimes you've got to be like, cool, kickstart yourself a little bit. Just like, you see that apple? Just eat it, mate. Just mm-hmm. just do it. Like, see that bread? Yeah, you could do this thing, but why don't you just have some? And then your body starts going, oh, okay, yeah, I can do this. And then you start getting into a bit more of a rhythm. People at home can't see, but I'm sort of wiggling to to describe what a rhythm of food looks like in my head. And it's I think actually that's actually very I'm... sexy. It is quite sexy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think that's what I need to rediscover. And I think I need to... Okay. Not give myself a kicking about it. Thank you very much for listening to today's show, if you have indeed done so. Um, We'll be back tomorrow with Wednesday's show. Um, There is a free episode every week for those of you who subscribe uh, to us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Charlie the Baptist. And we also make available uh, every free episode during a 30-day period to anyone who gives us something on coffee, ko-fi.com slash baptists there's no obligation to support us the reason that we uh, have decided to do it this way is to make it free for everyone um and those of you who can and want to support us you are not only paying for yourself you're also helping other people and that's a very generous and loving thing but if you listen regularly uh, and you like the show and it gives you something um uh, we would appreciate you helping and share that burden across more people um we prefer it if you can subscribe because that is a consistent thing and you can do that from £5 a month um, but you could also buy us a coffee for £3 or any iteration within the three field 9, 15, 11 isn't we've got them all and likewise um, something we found really useful recently is if you wouldn't mind going onto iTunes or whatever you listen on and popping us a review mm. it really helps the podcast get seen That's and right. the only review out get... there at the moment is no stars and this is the worst Joaquin Phoenix podcast I've ever heard yeah from Jonathan Huell <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. no I, I haven't been on iTunes I don't know if we've had any reviews We've we've had we've had some we've had some lovely reviews from people and I'm going to read them out once we've got enough uh, for uh, it to not sound like I'm just reading not, not one. Not sound depressing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love this show from Mr. P. Jervis. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly looks like they're making someone happy. Um, um, Andy Yule got back in touch with us. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned yesterday because he told me that the the opera that I'd referenced in the podcast only episode was Billy Budd. Um, oh, yeah. He did get the right opera. It's absolutely brilliant. He likes uh, Britain's music very much. He said, um, and I just want to say thank you very much for getting back in touch. Uh, I'm still hugely impressed with your general knowledge, um, and uh, very thoughtful of you to let us know <laughs> and, and and answer that question for me because I will probably go back and listen to that now. Boop. I've edited out the following person's name for privacy reasons. Boop! Uh, wrote to us just to say thank you for our podcast, say that they are really brightening her day, and um, it truly means a lot to hear you talk so openly about mental health, because I'm struggling too, and it makes me feel less alone. Um, and I just wanted to say 
thank you very much. Hope you don't mind me reading out a bit of your message there. It was. Mm. Uh, I, I hope that's okay. Actually, I realised I don't know if I'm. Yeah, I think that's okay. Anyway, I just want to say thank you for writing to us. It is a joy um, to receive messages um, because we are used to hearing laughter from the stalls. Yeah, um, totally. And essentially, we uh, we really desperately miss that affirmation. Uh, so if you <laughs> are able to send us applause uh, or love, that will help us because we are uh, as insecure as all performers. Um, Paddy, well done today. We've talked about a lot of things and you've been very honest and generous with your emotional um, openness. Yeah, likewise you as well. I feel like we've been quite... We've, 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 we've hit some nubs today. I Tomorrow... Tomorrow yeah. we might ask our friend River on to do a proper tarot reading, or we might not because we might forget until the moment we're about to start recording. So listen yeah. in anyway, you'll see what happens. Darling, I And maybe you. we'll get round to talking about teachers. Oh, I think we'll do that before death. Okay, great. Right. <laughs> We've got some years. Oh, yeah. Bye, love. Bye, love. I love you very much. I love you too.